Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is a one-shot. Hand of Glory was written by Alan Carey, and it's available from Chaosum on the Miskatonic Repository. I am the Game Master, and this is our second version. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Right, the five of you belong to a Ramblers Club. I believe you call yourself the North Yorkshire uh, Ramblers. Um, you have arrived um, a few hours ago, and you've gone for a long walk. Um, you're a few. You're a couple of hours into the walk. Um, the countryside is lovely. It's the moors. Uh, there's wildflowers growing. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, late June. Um, there, you know, the bees are buzzing and the uh, birds are singing in the trees that are there. And uh, you've uh, you finished lunch, and uh, you didn't have much. You just brought, you know, some crackers and some fruit. And as you're walking along, <clears throat> you see slowly building up along the horizon uh, some storm clouds. And you don't think much of it at first, but very quickly within the space of 20 minutes, um, the clear sky is gone. Uh, this is England. Uh, the sky is filled with clouds and a few light sprinkles are starting to fall. Uh, it's not cold, but uh, you're going to end up getting pretty wet. Oh, this is just our luck. Should have brought an umbrella. I said we should have brought umbrellas. Yeah, are you no. not an Englishman? Are you not an Englishman? Have some constitution about yourself. This is expected weather. Really, it is. It's not exactly the uh, most ideal situation, but we're, we'll be fine. I promise you that. I'm just I as agree. English as the rest of you, even though I'm using an American accent. Uh, <laughs> but uh, still doesn't mean I enjoy getting my suit wet. <sighs> Let me see if I, if I at least have a newspaper or something you can use. Digging and pack. Ah, yes, here we are. This will keep the rain off you at least for a little while. As you, uh, walk, a little, as you walk a little farther on, uh, you notice up ahead in the distance, there seems to be a, uh, an inn of some sort. Oh. Um, now, it's kind of unusual that there'd be an inn out here, but you have seen the remnants of old coach tracks so this is probably an old coach's inn where uh, a stagecoach would have stopped. Now, that's probably long over, but the place has lights on. And um, as you get closer to it, uh, you can see there is a sign. Uh, it says Witch Elm Pub, and it's right on the edge of large stand of trees. Uh, a bit of forest. Uh, and about that time, the 
light drizzle turns into very large raindrops uh, coming down on you. Oh, father. Last one to the pub buys the first round. Uh, that will certainly not. See, Dan, you don't uh, have to worry. England always provides. Uh, pub, pubs are plenty, I suppose. <laughs> no matter if I'm buying or you're buying, I'm still drinking you all under the table. Let's go. <laughs> so as you, as you run up, you can hear some light music coming from inside. Um, you can see that other people have placed their walking sticks or whatever next to the door. You guys probably have walking sticks. Um, uh, You open the door and uh, you're immediately hit by the smell of baking bread and um, what smells like, you know, pork pies. Uh, There's a little bit of a din of noise from the inside as you step inside. And there are, oh, maybe... 20 people or so inside, they all immediately go completely quiet and they turn around and they look at you um, for what feels like a long time. And then they go back to what they're doing. A man behind the bar um, comes over to you and he says, what do you have, friends? Uh, You can take a seat over there if you want. I, um, what can I get you? Obliged. Uh, I'd love a pint you. of stout. A pint of stout, please. All right. Uh, a, a pint as well, thank you. Um, a warm reception. Around. A warm reception, I should say. Oh, don't mind them. They're just uh, taking it easy today. Final and, uh, is that a point? Is that a pork pie smell cooking? Yeah, we've got Use pork pies and we got fresh bread. Oh, lovely. Both, please. And for you, sir? Oh. Uh, nothing for me right now, thanks. All right. Something to drink? It's uh, been a warm day. Water? Uh, uh, wa- water. Water would be lovely. Thank you. All right. So he takes all of your orders. Yeah. And uh, uh, you guys are sitting there. Uh, what which would you like to do while you're sitting there? It'll be a few minutes before he brings your stuff over. Um, uh, probably, I'm... probably wring out my hair a little bit and my hat. <laughs> um, and then once I get that all situated, um, making sure all my all my things are in order. Excellent. I'd like to cast my eyes on the walls and on top of the bar, uh, keeping an eye out for anything that's large and looks um, antique for want of a better term. <laughs> ah, yes. Well, it seems like a lot of the decor in here is old. Um, not, I mean, there's a few new things. Um, it looks like they have electricity, um, though you don't see any phone line or anything like that way out here in the, in the moors. Um, he looks like he's got quite a selection of whiskey and uh, uh, lots of, you know, beer, different kinds of beer. Audrey, uh, you're looking for uh, for things to acquire. <laughs> <laughs> this is never stops, my dear. 
Business never stops. Agreed. I've I've made some of my best bargains at a place like this. Although they tend to be used, well worn. That's quite understandable. I, I don't do find. You find hmm? I was going to say, do you find new antiques often? Seems like a bit of an oxymoron <laughs> to me. Uh, well, I don't find many um, items from my trade here, but in places like this, but uh, oftentimes I might find a don or two willing to part with a volume if I'm lucky. Uh, since you do trade in selling paper with ink on them, uh, how much did this newspaper run you? I, I fear it's entirely ruined now. Oh, probably just at most a shilling. Probably just a, probably a half that, most likely. <clears throat> all right, all right. Uh, he Don't worry your, so I mean, much. Hmm? Don't worry so much, Dan. All right. He uh, brings your food and your drinks. Dan, um, you're sure you you don't want to have something to eat? Oddly, is a little bit to drink. It's no, a, I, the best I mean, in the in the country. Me, uh, my wife's made it uh, uh, fresh this morning. Well, what does that smell? Can I get you anything else? Actually, uh, could you could you get me a little bit of of tea and some some biscuits, please? Sure. <clears throat> given this given this uh, lovely smell coming from my friend's plate over there, I think I might like a, a pork pie, please. Right. See, so he brings you whatever you whatever you want. Um, everybody, do a spot hidden. Hidden. Uh, for me. Regular. Regular. Hard. 28 is a hard <clears throat> success. Okay. Well, for, for Patty, especially, um, as you're looking around, you do notice a lot of goo-gahs and, and things like that. Things probably from who knows where, you know, collected and um, on shelves and on, uh, you know, in various cabinets and things like that. Mostly just for decoration. There's, of course, a, a uh, dart board uh, for people to play darts, though nobody's playing darts at the moment. <clears throat> and the rest of you who, who notice, um, you you notice that you get the odd impression that people are glancing at you uh, occasionally and then whispering back and forth, you know, to one another. Um, at first it just seems normal, but after a while it becomes really apparent that, uh, maybe they're just not used to seeing strangers out here. These are probably all local people. They're not dressed, you know, they're dressed like regular farmers and stuff like that. They're not unfriendly, but they seem to be curious about you um so you've all got your food and your drinks and you sit there for a while uh the pork pie is delicious um and the uh the ale and the tea is well made and, and everything you sit there for about 
20 minutes or I'm maybe longer than that, maybe 40 minutes. Um, you can hear the rain pelting outside. And of course it's gotten uh, uh, gloomy, you know, looking through the windows. Um, about that time, you notice the bartender, uh, by the way, he introduced himself as Addison uh, the Boulder. Um, and he's the owner. Uh, you see him pull out a little bench from behind the bar and stand up on top of it. And he reaches up uh, onto an upper shelf and he pulls down a little glass. Um, it's like, like the kind you would see an old clock in, little bell like this. He pulls it down and it's got something inside of it. You don't really see it very clearly, but he sets it on the bar and he lifts the glass off of it. And he strikes up a match and brings it up and you see that it's a candle and it's a candle in the shape of a hand with one finger up like this. And he's lighting the little wick that's sticking out the finger and as he lights it, he looks around the room and he says, uh, uh, all right, everybody, last call. What an interesting method. Most pubs ring a bell. Well, yeah, it's, but not at this time. It's also like one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Mm. And we're this going to an, have to go out of the rain. This is an interesting custom. That's an Anybody knows candle? it? I kind of tilt my head like I'm trying to make sense of this because as um, as Charlie me mentioned, it's way too early for last call and what even is that? You, um, as you say, you tilt your head and um, you, you actually hit your head on the post in the booth that you're sitting in and it's almost like you, you move farther than you'd intended to. And you start to realize that you're oddly dizzy and everybody else, you also start to feel oddly dizzy. And mm. as you look down towards the, the, the food that you've just eaten and the, uh, the tea that you've drank, all of the people in the bar are starting to slowly rise as everything goes black. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, did I see stout, then five minutes? Stout. That was quick. <laughs> there are sounds. You... Um. How much uh, can we do or see? I mean, how incapacitated are we? You're you're completely blacked out. Okay. So now you're starting to come around very, very gradually. Um, the first thing you notice is that there are sounds. Um, you hear rather irritating sounding voice. Um, Pretty sure that it's the barkeep. Um, he seems to be 
pleading with somebody or or crying or it's it's a weird sound you don't you it's almost one of those things that you just as soon go back to sleep and and ignore except that you're starting to remember that something happened that you you seem to have lost consciousness um there's some odd smells in the air as you're laying there. Um, you seem to be slumped forward. Uh, you can smell a mixture of earth and uh, maybe the smell of like a farm chicken coop, um, that sort of earthy smell. But you, you can also smell something like something cooking, like soup. Um, you're not particularly cold as your skin begins to tingle as you're, you're waking up. And as your eyes begin to open, uh, you realize that you are in uh, a room. It's not the inn. And it's dark though there's a fireplace and there's there's light coming from the fireplace as you glance at the windows the windows are quite dark um like nighttime dark so it must have been hours um you also realize that your hands are manacled to the table in front of you uh, it's uh it's a big, heavy wooden table, and uh, there, there's no chain. Uh, there's the manacle bracers, but your, your hands can't move. You're, you're manacled down to the table. You also realize that your feet seem to be in some sort of like wooden brace that keeps them from moving around, like, uh, like they used to put people in the stocks. And you hear uh, a voice, a woman's voice, not a, not a young woman's voice, an old woman's voice. And she says, she says, that'll be enough of you. You just hush up right now. And as you sort of look around, you see Atticus uh, Boulder at the end of the table. Um, and he just suddenly slumps forward. He doesn't seem to be um manacled to the table um but he slumps forward like like he can't help himself and you can see that his face is wet and his head is sweaty like and he's kind of red like he's been crying and then out of the shadows moving around the table there is an old woman but she's dressed in shawls she has shawls draped over her and too many shawls one over her head one over her back and other ones heaped up and so that she's kind of shapeless and as she moves forward um she's starts to move a bit around the table well now what do we have here what has Atticus brought me today? 
and you can sort of see in the shadows that she's she's like the crone of nightmares. She is old and wrinkled and you know deep deep things, and her teeth are uh, kind of blackened and. Uh, she seems to move without making any noise uh, around the table. Um, uh, madam, there, there, there seems to be a misunderstanding. What? Oh, dearie, no misunderstanding. What is... Could you tell us the meaning of this? Well, your friend here has brought you to me thinks he can make himself a deal. A deal? Uh, oh, yeah. What well, kind of deal? I somehow doubt that I would call him my friend. Well, we he, were... brings, he brings me ten. I only needs two. And she holds up her, what should be her hands, and she just has stumps. You can see that her arms are old and flabby and bony, and they seem to have ha had her hands chopped off and left uh, completely healed over. Uh, uh, madam, madam if, if, if it's hands that you need, I, I'm sure I have you, some prosthetics uh, in my shop. Uh, we, can, we can, we can uh, assort you quite, quite easily. You need not call me madam. You can call me auntie. She sort of glides around to the other side of the table and she says, well, then, who will it be? It, it, uh, 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 Madam, Miss Auntie, um, <clears throat> our, dear, our dear friend here is, uh, is he dead? Is he sleeping? Why, why is he slumped so? He's useless right now. You're useless right now, but What's he has he use... What's your name, dearie? I, 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 I'm, I'm Fulton's name, Audrey Fulton. I deal in antiques. Audrey, that's a pretty name. And she moves towards you and with her stump hands, her stumps, she sort of brings her stump down and caresses the back of your hand. What a lovely hand you have. Madam, I'm yeah. sure that, uh, that perhaps a, a, a daintier woman would uh, perhaps suit your, suit your needs. Uh, I, I, I fear I am much too mannish. Oh, that don't matter to me. She says, but who shall it be? He brings me ten, but I only needs two. A hand for a hand. A hand for a hand. What shall we do? Oh, dearie, you didn't take my hands. He took my hands. He thought to bring you here as a sacrifice, make some sort of deal with me to let oh. him and his children go. But that's not well, why don't what you take I his want. hands. He I don't want hands, his hands, dearie. I want my hands. And well, where are your he hands won't then? Bring them. I don't know for sure. I think he's got them back there in the pub. But I can't what? go to the pub. He's fixed what? What? that for sure. Was it possible that uh, he lit a, a very interesting-looking candle? Was that one of yours? 
I don't know what's going on over there. It was a candle shaped like a hand. That very well could be my hand. If we go to the pub and find your hands and return them, will you let us go? Oh, you want to bargain with me, do you? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Not so much bargain, just more returning what was taken. Well, I want you to understand that what I've done is they took me hands, so I took their children. I won't give them back their children unless I get my hands back. Monty, we, we understand. Uh, we, we, we would love, absolutely love to make this a reality for you and find your hands. But currently we are stuck in a very strange situation where we are bound and it's freaking me out a little bit. We can't, we're not exactly of much use to find your hands if we uh, can't leave the table. And, oh, and clearly you you're the wrong party here, Auntie. I mean... You, we want to make it right for you. Well, just to make sure, we need to give you a proper motivation. Atticus, she looks at him and he suddenly stands up and she goes like that. And when she does, he suddenly produces a huge meat cleaver and bang, brings it down on Audrey's left hand. Now, the odd thing is there's a moment of sharp pain that runs up your arm, but it goes away almost instantly. Your arm, your hand falls off and there's almost no blood. You only take one hit point of damage. Holy Christ. My God. What, what the hell? She then, what the hell is going on? Let she us go. Then moves forward. And she brings her stump and sort of points it towards the hand. And the hand suddenly moves on the table like it's alive. And it moves towards her. It turns around. And you see these little white sort of sinewy things snaking out of her arm and going into the, the veins and stuff of your hand. And it sort of fuses to her hand with a sort of sickening rice crispy sort of crackling sound. She picks it up and she goes, oh, that'll do nicely. Oh, now it's not, it's not like her hand. Yeah, you can do a sound. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 91. 91. Oh, 51. That's a fail. I also failed. Um, fail. I su actually succeeded. Howard is Howard's fine with this. This is like yeah, Howard's like, was it me? Not a big deal. Clearly, uh, it's a dream. So if you if you pass, take, take one point. If you fail, take one d three sanity points. I'm mean, sorry. Yeah, one d three. Two. That's three. Okay, and, that would be a two. And Audrey, bad. she took your right hand. Hand okay, I, I, I thought it was her left. left. Yeah, you did, did say I left. say left? All right, yeah. it's yeah. your left hand. Okay, no worries. Audrey, you're right. You, you also notice, Audrey, that very quickly and without any kind of pain or anything, your stump seems to heal itself over. Uh, 
just a few drops of blood, a little smear of blood on the blade. And she, she says, you can go now, Atticus. And uh, Atticus turns and just walks out the door. Uh, forgive forgive I'm, me. Uh, I'm Auntie. struggling a um, lot more now. What, <laughs> why did you take my hand? Of all people. It doesn't matter to me which ones I do, but I took your hand. Whose, whose hand shall I take the right from? Take mine. Oh, Alec, are you certain? Yes, volunteer. take mine. This is mad. And what's your name, sir? My name is Howard, Auntie. Very nice to meet oh. you. Well, Howard. I'm glad to be doing business with you. Always nice to have a Let's volunteer. help to right or wrong. Always nice to just... Oh, my goodness. This is... This is madness. There's some, this is uh, beyond madness. This is insanity. Where the hell are we? Let us go. As she will are, in a moment. As you guys are contemplating this, you realize that the, um, uh, the, the place where you are now, it, it seems to be kind of an old cabin hut. Um, it's got a thatch roof on it. Uh, the walls seem to have timbers, but they're also... Um, oh, what's it called? Uh, where it's made of sticks and uh, animal dung and uh, a dog, I believe uh, it's called dog, 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 dog and waddle, waddle and dog. Yeah. Um, the place looks like you know, she lives here. There's herbs hanging from the ceiling, and there's you know, various things that have looked like they've been canned on the, the shelves. And she's definitely got something cooking on the stove. It smells like soup. <clears throat> she says, uh, I'm only asking for what was mine to be returned to me. And so if we have a deal, you bring me back my hands and uh, I'll return to you yours. And I'll let the children go. I'm tired of taking care of them anyway. I've got my own children to take care of. Atticus himself is not covered? Atticus? Atticus is the fool who got together with his own friends five years ago and took me hands. So I did what was right. I took his children, but, all of their children. But you seem to have control over him. How, why can't you just order him to bring you your hand? I don't have control over him. He's simply broken. See, passing back and forth does a toll on the mind. This is the fifth time he's tried something and failed, this is the last time, no more going back and forth between the worlds. So, so if this is the fifth time, what, what happened to the, the other four? What happened those times? They tried various other things, but uh, none of them wanted to bring back the ends, so I wouldn't agree. I need the hands. How why the hell do they take your hands? 
between worlds. What does it? You're Dad? insane. Dad? You're insane. What Dad? are you even talking about? Dad, does it particularly matter? We fulfilled the deal. It matters. We fulfilled the deal with Auntie. She gets her hands. We get ours back. We go about our lives. If we're going to talk about encounters in other worlds, this is probably one of the best deals we'll get. What are you Atticus, even talking about? Atticus will get his. The children will be released. That's the best we can hope for. Truly. This is obviously just yeah. a dream. We're all in the dream world and we'll wake up at some point. That's right, dearie. It's just a dream. And she picks up the cleaver and whack brings it down on Howard's right hand. Same <sighs> thing. There is a moment of searing pain, but it almost immediately goes away. It's like uh, like pulling out a splinter and almost no blood, just a few drops. You only lose one hit point of damage. And uh, you watch as the same thing happens. The hand sort of skitters over to her and her from the stump come little tentacles that reach out and go into the hand. Ah, well struck, Auntie. I hardly felt that. That's much better now, isn't it? All right. You have your plans. All you need to do is follow the path back to the pub. And she sort of, she waves her hands towards you and the manacles suddenly release. And you find that your feet can now they're loose. They can, you can sort of slide out sideways. She says, but listen to me, dearies. You got to get it done before sunrise. How do we get back to find you? You'll find me. Same way you get here. Same way you go. Two hands taken, two hands given on this eldritch night forgiven. She says, run along, dear. Well, run along. Let's go. Let, I want my hand back. Let's go. Pub. Time. Now. Pub now. I, uh, I take out my pipe and put a little tobacco in it and say, Patty, can you give me a light, please? Um, uh, yes, I, I think so. Yes, here we, here we are. Thank you. All right, let's hard, go. Hard to light a match now. with my left hand. All right. You, uh... I'm moving out of here. Yeah, I'm, I'm right behind Charlie. <laughs> yeah, walking down the walking down the path. You uh, well, you you step out the front door, and it's just got a simple wooden brace latch, you know, to open it. Uh, you step out onto the porch, and you realize you're in the middle of the woods. Um, it's quite dense in all directions, but dead ahead of you, there is definitely a path leading through the woods. Um. I'd like you all to do spot hiddens. Nope. Out again. Nope. And 11 is an extreme success. I failed. Okay. So Dan, Dan steps out first. He's really wants to get the fuck out of there. Uh, he you can, steps you can out say first, that again. And he takes a couple of steps down the, the front porch onto the ground. And then the first 
thing you notice is the ground's a little squishy, which isn't unusual for the moors. Um, it's not wet or muddy. And in fact, it doesn't look like it's been raining at all. Um, not here. Uh, you take a couple of steps noticing that. And as you turn around to see your friends coming out of the house as well, you notice that the house is in fact looks really old. It looks like it's not a house. It's a, it's an old wood hut. It's, it's got a thatch roof and everything. But as you look up above the house, uh, up, up into the sky, you, you're kind of taken aback by what you see. It's, uh, you've, you've seen clear nights with the stars, but not like this. There's, there's an entire galaxy stretched out in the sky with its swirly arms. And that is not the moon. That, that is a moon. Uh, it's small and it's blue. And it seems to be moving rather quickly across the sky. You look around and realize none of the stars look like they're correct. And, and there's another moon, completely different, bright yellow. And this is not your world. And you realize that. And for those who didn't pass, you guys all see Dan staring up at the sky. So you kind of look up to and see this. I'm make a sanity check. Yeah, you she can did. make sanity checks. She 92. Did. I'm failing even worse. Uh, she did say <laughs> not our world. What is indeed? Oh, failed again. Failed as well. Pass. I succeeded. Okay. If you, you if you fail, just take one d three. If you if you succeeded, take just one. I only lost one this time. Oh, two. All right. She did say we were in another world, but we just need to get out of here, back to the pub, Indeed. find our way back, and with every with any luck. Listen, if well, what do you? Th- so I'm, I'm like, listen, Auntie is one of the fair folk, the kindly ones, you know. We have kindly. <laughs> what are you talking about? They put. Patty, she literally <laughs> took my hand. I don't think they, she's that bloody kind. They, 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 she's they one of the. It's they put a, something it, in it's her a food. War. Don't, don't you think she, she can hear us? Hear us? They put we something in her food and her drink. I shouldn't have had anything. This Did is, none of you ever pay attention? This in, is a hallucination. Uh, and this with, with, with military rhymes, folklore, anything like that. I'm a book dealer. I know these things. Listen, <laughs> we fulfill her deal. We go back to our lives, and we are out of the. Uh, we are out of fairy. Where else could we be? Uh, hallucinating. That's where we could be. <laughs> We could be well, hallucinating or dreaming. Oh, but hallucinating. Let's, uh, pl- uh, let's Howard, keep going. Howard, let's keep working. I'm like, yes, Howard, Patty. your yes, missing Patty. hand should probably be a sign that this isn't exactly a dream. Should, hmm? 
Yeah. Crazy things happen in dreams. But anyway, let's go fulfill our bargain. Let's see why we that when we're done, we'll all wake up. At least let's get out of here. You start down the path. There's a couple oh, of things yeah. that you notice as you are going along the path. The forest around you is very dense. Um, if you know what a banyan tree looks like, the banyan trees are very, very dense, lots of roots that stick up above the ground. Um, it's like the whole forest is filled with those. And although you don't feel any breeze whatsoever, it seems like the tops of the trees are swaying gently as if something was slowly blowing them. You go not very far along the path, maybe a hundred feet, two or three, 200 feet. And it opens up into a clearing. Now in the clearing, you, you hear noise and you realize that there are people in the clearing. Um, it looks like a number of people, they have lanterns and they have children with them and they're laughing and they're, the children are running around and the parents are, they seem to be you know, embracing their children. And, uh, so happy to see them again. Um, you realize that some of them or maybe all of them were people that were in the pub. You even notice Atticus over to one side with a young boy that he's embracing with a, there's a woman there with him, maybe his wife. And the moons are shining down from above and the stars and the trees are waving. And the children seem to be in pretty good condition. I mean, they're neat and clean and happy. What do you guys do? This is hot woman and all, but I'm keeping moving because at this point we have a mission. We need to get to it. And honestly, I'm not sure I can stand looking at any of these people right now. Petty, Petty we have to uh, uh, ask the barkeep where he keeps her hands before we go. You think he'll say? Yeah, that's a good idea. He may not, but let's ask. Good barkeep, Edison. Um, I've given my hand, and it says my friend, so you could have your children back. You need he, to tell us where her hands are. He, um, at first, he seems to ignore you, and he uh, looks back and he says, uh, "He says I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm here with my son, finally." After so long, I only get to see him once a year. And well, uh, how about you start talking, or your son's going to see your nose broken and bleeding when I break it? Now, don't talk like that. Not around my son. And he says to his wife, "You know, you take him over here." And he says, "I, I didn't mean nothing by it. I, it, it's not personal." 
It's it's just no. our situation. Oh, we've been, two, two, two of my friends are missing their fucking hands, so it's pretty personal. Sacrificing we've, innocence for your own gain. Hmm. We've we've had our children taken away from us for five years. This is the last chance that we have to per- get them back. Perhaps if you hadn't taken her hands in the first place, none of this would have happened. Hmm. Now listen, we are going to try and re- return what was lost and at least get your children released. I make no uh, guarantees but, for you. But, so maybe maybe they? you can maybe you can uh, tell us your side of the story. I'm a little upset here. You can surely understand that, but maybe there is a different side to all of this. It's all written in the book. It's book? what book? Back at the pub says this you don't understand we did it because people was disappearing in the woods for years and years it was like we thought that we could stop her but she took our children the very night that we did this five years ago and now every solstice we have one night where we can come back and try to get back our children, but she wants her hands, but we don't want that to happen. But this was our last chance. You dealt with a fae. What did you think was going to happen? Oh, she's not a fae. She's a witch. So. Oh. Where if she gets her hands back, what do you think is going to happen? Explain know. this to me, because it you, got pretty fucking personal when you took my hand. You you start to realize that Atticus isn't altogether there. Hmm. That he seems to forget who you are all of a sudden. He seems to suddenly not make much sense. Um. He see at one point he sees his kid and he's surprised and immediately wants to go back over and talk to him. You realize that there's something wrong with Atticus. He's you're not sure that you can under that you can trust anything that he's saying, not because he's devious, but because he's a moron. The bar keeps useless. Let's go to the pub. Atticus. Where's the book? In the pub. Where is it in the pub? It's in the basement. Very good. With the candle. Oh, look, there's me boy. (laughs) I'll take that as a yes. There should be two if we're lucky. And now this is much more ethically questionable. We've already given her her hands. And will she be able to use those hands to seal more children in the woods? I care not. I want my hand back. I'm marching off in a half towards. And none of this would have happened. None of this would have happened if they had just, you know, if there had to have been another way than just taking her hands and making her angry. There had to be. Do you hear yourself? This is all lunacy. What do you mean, fae and witches and what they should or shouldn't have done? This is madness. I keep trying to tell you people, there's no way this can be real. 
Please, Dan, look at Audrey's missing stump and tell me that's not real. Hmm? I'm gone. I'm, I've already walked off. And with that, I stalk off after them. He's <laughs> lost our goddamn mind. It's not much farther, maybe another 200 feet or so, and the uh, tunnel through the trees opens up, and you can see the pub up ahead of you. Now, the pub is no longer in the setting that you remember. It was up against some trees, but the forest behind it is quite different. It's much the same as it is behind you, tangled and twisted. Um, uh, you go up onto the uh, porch and you realize that your walking sticks are all still there. Um, you, I pick my walking stick up. You uh, step inside and uh, the fire in the fireplace has gone out. Uh, but you, you, you know what you're doing. So you quickly... Uh, uh, you, you try to turn on electricity, but there's no electricity. Uh, you light a, a lantern or a hurricane lamp so that you can see. And uh, you walk over towards the bar. Now, sitting on the bar is the what you thought was a candle. Um, it's no longer lit. And in fact, it is now a fist like this. Um, it seems to be cut off at the wrist and it seems to have been jammed onto a candle holder. So there's a little metal prong that sticks up and it's been stuck on there. It's, it's now closed. And you also notice that there is a ring on the finger. Uh, it looks like it's gold with a green emerald in it. Um, it doesn't look like modern work. Uh, it doesn't look like something you would get in a boutique. It looks like something like pirate treasure, you know, uh, kind of crude, kind of old, uh, definitely hand handmade. Um, so what this, is this, this is definitely the, 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 the first hand. Audrey, that ring looks about right. None of you noticed said? the ring before, but okay. you weren't that close to it. Well, mm. right, right. But I mean, but it, it looks like the ring certainly is old. I would make a pretty penny flipping this. I agree. This would look good in my shop. Let's what not shame, make then. her. Let, let's not make what? her any more more angry than she uh, already is. All right, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. The Charlie, ring Charlie. is part Business of the hand. Never stops. I understand that I'm currently missing a hand, and yes, I am incensed. But when you see a piece like this that is so clearly retirement-level money, you can't help but admire it. Admire, I yes, I understand. but it needs to stay where it, it is. It's going, I, I'm I gonna... understand, honey. It's going to stay where it is. I'm <laughs> I, not going to take it. I want <laughs> actually, I'd like to roll a praise on it, Tom, if I could. <clears throat> okay. I would like to meet Charlie's eyes and go like... <laughs> <laughs> I got a hard success. Nice. Um, well, it definitely looks old. Um, do you have antiquities or uh, 
Well, I, I am an antiquarian. Okay. Um, I'm a business partner. So um, yeah. we, 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 we collaborate. It's yeah. crude enough that you could place it maybe uh, late Roman or, you know, somewhere around. It, 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 it doesn't, the workmanship on it's not like, you know, medieval. It, it's much more earlier than that. So probably late Roman. But it could even be older than that. So appraising it, who knows? You know, it's not a particularly large emerald, and it's not finely cut. But and there's no province prov, provenance uh, other than it's on a hand. <laughs> um, that's pretty. You know, maybe a few hundred dollars or uh, pounds. Let's find that book and look for the hand, the other hand. So we have um, one already. He said the book is in the basement. With any luck, we might find the other hand there. Is there another level to this pub? Is it a single level pub? or is There, there is like an upstairs. upstairs. Okay. Yeah, it's an inn, so okay. they have rooms for people. Um, I do want to see if we can maybe find his, like, his room. He might have kept the other hand there for all we know. Okay. Um, so what do you want to do first? I'd like to check behind the bar for any uh, rings of keys or other uh, access tools, shall we say? Okay. There don't seem yeah. to be any, but in mm -hmm. the process, Audrey, of looking around, you realize that there is a large trap door in the floor. Wonderful. Um, no prizes for guessing where that leads. Um so we know where the basement is. I um, I would rather see the rest of the pub before going into the basement. Um, Agreed. We are on a deadline. We are on a deadline, yeah. yes. I can't shake the feeling that there is Maybe we something split more up. This. I do want to. I do want to find the other hand. I, if I can get into his room. That might he could very well have have the other one in there for all we know. Hmm. So if Pat, you... Patty and I head upstairs and we look uh, at the rooms, and the three of you head into the basement, then we can simply meet you. And if something goes wrong, scream really loudly. Simple. Okay. Patty, you might be best uh, placed though to know which book. Ah, uh, yes. In that case, um, <sighs> Charlie, take go with Audrey upstairs. Yeah, sure. Okay. Brilliant. Right. Um, so before we go upstairs, can we make a detour via the kitchen for a spatula or like there's something with which I could jimmy like a drawer open or like a, a something? Some sort of way to pry something open. Yeah, something to pry something open, yeah. All right, we'll see you find something in the kitchen. Beautiful. All right. All right. And then upstairs. Got a whole coffee cup full of coffee that I completely forgot about. <laughs> I reach down with my left hand and uh, pull the trap door open. Uh, I'm probably holding the lantern because we're, we're going to need it. Basin's a duck. And there are a number of lanterns, so it's easy enough to find something to use. Um, right. <clears throat> all right, let's go upstairs first. 
uh, Audrey and, and Charlie, you, uh, you head upstairs <clears throat> and it doesn't take you long to realize with empty rooms that there is one towards the back that is a much, it's going to be a much larger room because they obviously live here. <clears throat> um, the door is not locked. Uh, you open it up and look around. It looks like a place where you'd expect the innkeeper to live. Um, it's a little homier than the rest of the, in the other rooms. Um, do a spot hidden for me. This bodes well. 007, which is a hard success. 16 is hard as well. As you're looking around, you're looking in obvious places for stuff. You find what looks like what looks like a bit of a, a kind of a sketchbook, and it's old. Uh, it looks like maybe uh, maybe Atticus at one point you know wanted to aspire to be an artist. Um, he's got some drawings in the beginning that are actually fairly decent, you know. But as you turn the pages and as you get towards the end, uh, you uh, find this. She speaks of her young five long years. What's on that side? Our young in exchange for hers. We had no chance. No choice. choice. Uh, no choice. And the next page shows this, is, this. They stand dormant in the dark woods. At least the woods are safe again. Uh, oh, dear. It looks like the ramblings of a madman. <laughs> they are completely insane. Preposterous. That, preposterous. That, it, it, uh, I'd like to rack my brains into my knowledge of like the occult and uh, think back to any sort of large tree-like figures like this that would be present in uh, doing any sort of mythology. <laughs> that was very much not a success. That was a 91. So, um, yeah, cool. Big tree people. Seems legit. All right. Other than that, as you're looking around, you don't seem to find anything out of the ordinary you definitely find evidence that he and his wife are a little nuts you know that it looks like their their habits have gotten shakier and shakier over the years and mm -hmm. he doesn't look like a particularly old man you know he looks like he's probably in his 40s but I'm, uh, gonna, I'm looking for anything that Shows me that there's a child living here, or that yeah, that was going to be my next here. question. Like signs of children. Um, there is evidence that that a child was living here at some point. Like the the room is mostly one large room. You know, there's definitely a smaller child's bed, but it hasn't been used in years. So it looks a little bit like they lost their child and never got over it and they just kept the uh, his toys and his bed and everything like uh, as it was right yeah okay all right downstairs <clears throat> you guys open up the cellar 
And as you, uh, you look down, there are um, kind of, I don't know how what to call them. It's kind of like stairs ladder. Uh, mm-hmm. It's very steep, steep stairs. Um, it goes down into the basement, uh, maybe 10 feet down. And uh, it's basically a fairly large room. You can see that there is all kinds of stored things, stored alcohol, uh, stored uh, foodstuffs and, and so forth, uh, stored uh, furniture and, and so mm-hmm. forth. In the middle of the room, however, there is a large table uh, that is laid out flat. Um, and there are a couple of things sitting on it. One is a fairly large looking old book. Uh, the other one looks almost like a scrapbook, you know, the kind grandma used to have. And then uh, in the center of the table is another little glass domed thing with another hand in it, very much like the one upstairs. But this one has up one finger and uh, it uh, doesn't have any kind of ring on it. Uh, But uh, it seems to be in the center of the table. Well, there's... And it's the opposite one of this one. Right. There's the other hand. And this is probably, I knock on the large book, is probably the book he was speaking of, but this scrap thing... I at least want to look at it before we get things and go. The uh, the big book is open, by the way. Okay. But so uh, I'm going to, now just for curiosity's sake, you know, I do want to sort of take a quick look at it. Like, how old am I guessing this probably is? Um, when you f- look at it at first, you realize almost immediately that it is definitely Middle English. Um you can sort of make out what it says, but you know everything's got extra Y's and E's and mm-hmm. and letters like you know, Chaucer. Um, difficult to read. Uh, the scrapbook. Uh, you flip open the scrapbook, and you immediately come to the realization that there are at least two or three dozen newspaper articles that have been cut from the newspaper, the local newspapers, they all seem to have the same um, theme. And that is people, strangers going missing uh, in the moors. Um, A sample one that you read is this. Okay. I blurred out the ad because the ad's not important. <laughs> the, the Yorkshire Clarion. Rambler found dead on moors. Miss Raleigh's body found in the woods. Missing since December 10th. Deceased said to have suffered from insomnia. The mystery surrounding the disappearance of Miss Sophia Riley, 22 years of age, of Elm Grove, Elm Grove Thornhill, Lees, Dewsbury, was solved this morning by the discovery of the body on the edge of the woods on Rudland Moor. Miss Riley left her home about six o'clock on Thursday morning to meet her friends and go rambling. And she was last seen alive near the Witch Elm pub. She was then in good spirits and told an acquaintance that she would not keep her talking longer than was necessary. And she was anxious to return in time for work. What became of her after that had been a mystery up to this morning. A diligent search was made by the West Riding Police 
and the fullest inquiries amongst relatives and friends, but these failed to reveal her whereabouts. Miss Riley's body was first seen this morning by a rambler, John Martin. The body was conveyed to the Victoria Hotel, where an inquest will be held probably tomorrow. There was nothing found in the deceased pockets likely to throw any light on the tragedy. Although the deceased enjoyed fairly good health, she had complained she could not sleep, and on one occasion some 12 months ago, is said to have risen in the middle of the night and was found wandering in the village by a policeman. She was a good worker and was fond of her parents and her home. Most of the other articles are very similar. Um, people getting up in the middle of the night and walking out sometimes into the woods and never being seen again. Patty, I, I fear I owe you an apology. This is beginning to see like something to do with the Fae. Will you pinch me anyway to make sure I'm awake? I walk over and pinch your the arm that has your hand on it. <laughs> um, Patty, Dan, and Howard do spot hidden rolls as you guys are kind of looking at them. Oh my! Hey, hey, hey! Um, that's a fail, but I will bl- I will spend five luck to make that a, a regular success. You you don't need to. Oh no! I got a okay. I got a hard success. Okay. Oh sweet, good. But Dan, I got you, you got an extreme. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, so Dan, despite your despite your skepticism and your unwillingness to believe any of this, <coughs> the one thing that you notice as uh, Patty flips through the book is that. All of these incidents took place at, at least weekend. five years ago. Oh, at least, okay. And that nothing has occurred. No one's gone missing in the woods in the last five years. Hmm. Dan, what is it? Well, look, I mean, whatever they, they did in your you know, in this fey logic world, and apparently in which we live, at least for now, they stop. They put a stop to all this, right? Right. But then we got dragged into it. But so why? What? <laughs> and look, these people are turning up dead. You know, so the ethical thing to do reasonably is accept the fact that Howard volunteered his hand up. And call it quits. Why do we give this lady her hands back, huh? Unfortunately, we've already made the deal. We break it. What you made, happen? I, I didn't make a deal. She took and it look, for all of she us, was saying, you know. Well, she was saying she can't even come in here, huh? She said she can't enter this place. We don't have to go back out there. She can't come in here. In your what own about, logic sense. What right? about, I mean, she could come what here about she the could children? Them what about the children that she has? Surely you care about them. We've got to figure out a better way. You saw dozens of children out there. It's not just us, Dan. I understand this is not something you would want to deal with, but a deal was struck. In her mind, it was all of us. Not you're, just you're, two. Now, now, now you're speaking for her, too, huh? You know her mind. You know exactly how she thinks. She knows all the law codes fey, of the fae. Fae don't she's, think like we do. But she, What do you mean she's fae, huh? Uh, she didn't look small and have little wings or wasn't glowing green or anything. Huh? <laughs> that's the popular, witch, that's huh? the popular perception. But in many cases, they don't always look like that. My point is, we're already stuck in a bargain. 
my my point we is, is that you're we refusing. Are, we're you, in big trouble. You have a perspective of the Fae and you've put it on everything, regardless of not that's true. Huh? We have to use our brains. Huh? We have our brains. We're not a bunch of superstitious apes. We can think, damn it. I am thinking. Fairy, you know, you're spouting fairy nonsense that you've been reading in that bookshop of yours all day. Uh, if this is really a real yeah. situation, don't you think it's worth sitting down and thinking about it? She said we have let's until what, that. sunrise? That. That's some time. Let's, let's do that right now, Dan. Let's let's get together with our friends, see what they found upstairs, and think our way out of this. I I'm am, not, go- I am I- not willing to give this woman back her hands at the cost of people being uh, killed in the woods. Nor am I willing to let those children suffer. We've got to find a better way. I was I was going to say by this time those upstairs start coming downstairs and they hear you guys arguing <laughs> in the, in the All right, let's at least I bring the They seem to find something. Let's bring at least bring the books and the other hand upstairs so we at least know where everything is. Whoa, 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 All whoa, right? whoa! Let's not let's not move anything, okay? Miss they need to, the they, they, and magic things. They the need to see lady, the books. The witch lady said that she couldn't enter here, right? She said we can't enter the she can't enter the pub. They fixed it that way. So what if her hand being here has something to do with that, huh? What's not moving? You know, right uh, now she can't come in here and kill us all or something. I don't know. But what's now? Did you anything? now? Did you notice, however? I looked, hmm? I looked down the the stairs. I yeah. take it you found something. We have the hand and two books. Uh, There's something. Interesting, though, and I, that's why I wish to bring them up so that we can all look at them more easily. Sounds good to me. Thank you. No, no, nobody. No, I'm, don't touch it. Is, well, is don't the room for everyone there and open? Why, why, is, why it, can we not it, just come down? Not, not the book. Uh, yeah, it seems easy. Come down. Come down. Yeah, yeah, just come down here. Oh, this seems like here. an easy solution. Uh, I, uh, right, I grab fine. one of the bottles of scotch that are stored down here and uh, take the top off. Offer glasses around. I mean, Thank just you. take the bottle from me. <laughs> I very quickly fill in the other two about the scrapbook, the dates, the people going missing, this other book in Middle English, and there's the other hand with one finger up. When when Howard uh, takes the bottle, I'm looking at it and I'm like. You're sure you want to drink anything in here? Thank last you. Time, last time didn't went too well. No, you're right. I sort of sigh, sort of give a, a heaving sigh and put my glass down. But see, see, and what, what you're saying here is that they had no choice in the steel, right? Five years ago, according to their own diary, they got their children swapped. So your whole making deal with the thing didn't sound like they made a deal, huh? It sounds like she forced it upon them, much like she forced it upon us. So why are we playing her games? Huh? She doesn't uh, seem to care about my, my people agreeing to anything. Can, can I interject some, here for a moment? We found um, something as well, and I show them the other the uh, draw, the sketchbook. Mm. Wonderful, ravings of a madman. Anyway, um, so uh, have have you noticed perhaps that this hand has a finger still up and the other one does not? They and did say, when they. They did say that the first, um, that this was their last attempt to try and get the children back. And if, if, if you remember, the other hand had a finger up when he lit it. Yes, now, this is my point. So right. in theory, we could simply light the finger and be transported back to 
the wonderful English countryside, leave them all behind, including her. Problem solved. Yes, I don't have a hand. I'll deal with it. I have uh, prosthetics in my store. This is a simple solution. We don't have to make a deal with uh, Miss Witchy Fairy whatever. We just we just go. You she think she won't us. find us? She can't touch us. She's stuck in here. I, I like your thinking, Audrey. I have matches. You think she doesn't have agents that can find us? What are you talking about? What are you? I, what? I, agents? I, I would agree with you, Audrey, except we can't leave those children behind. Nor leave this danger in the woods for the fu- for future ramblers. We have to think um, of more than ourselves. Just, just, just taking it for what you're saying, uh, we can we can decide if we want to leave the children or endanger future people. Because from the days they took her hands from all we read here, she wasn't able to take any other ramblers. Exactly. She's stuck. Sure, we're down a hand. I don't particularly care. They're down some kids. Again, I don't care. I hate kids. Personally, yeah, yeah. I find them annoying. Problem is, Audrey, now that she has functioning hands again, even if they're not hers, what's to say she won't start up again anyway? Because she still needs her damn hands. Her hands, or or will any hands do? Why would she want her hands back if she doesn't need them? She's very practical, right? Right? She said she didn't care what the hands were or what they looked like. Whoa, 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 whoa. I needs the ring. The ring. And we never agreed to bring her her ring. Exact words. She wanted her hands. Fay logic. You said the hands, not the ring. Fae, uh-huh. Fae, oh my god. Okay. I, 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 I sincerely I doubt this is a Fae, because anyhow, if this was a Fae, our names would have been taken as collateral, not our hands. This is witch behavior. Plus, cutting hands off of witches is a, a, a common uh, common punishment. That's a, that's a good point, Audrey. Very true. Super although, the, although, there is one thing I want to look at very quickly. I can't exactly make out this the text in this book. It's Middle English. But texts like these are often illuminated and somewhat illustrated. So I grab the sketchbook, slap it next to the giant book and see if either of these drawings show up in any like illuminations or pictures in the book. There are no pictures in the book. Um, What's its title? uh, The title on the outside is uh, Banishment and Return, spelled... B-A-N-Y-S-H-M-E-N-T-E <laughs> and return with an E on the end of it. Um, so this could very easily be, could this be her book? Well, what you can do, since Dan's looking at it now, mm-hmm. um, do an English roll. See if you can... 49 is a regular success. I'll happily spend luck to get that hard. hard. Okay. Well, let's say the two of you start trying to figure it out. It's difficult because there are substitutions of letters. S's mm-hmm. don't look like S's. They look like F's. F's. And, right. Uh, and so forth. So as you start to try to read through this book, um, you can see that the page was open. Uh, 
to a page that starts um, knowledge bounded therein to send a witch back to the devil's realm. Um, there is a rather elaborate sort of spell that's described where they had to <clears throat> create a ring of salt around her hut and go in and bind her with certain kinds of uh, leather cords and remove her hands, cut them off. And it, uh, it would trap her in the devil's realm. Uh, in order to do this, they had to take her to the devil's realm. So in the process, the, the inn and the hut and the forest surrounding all transported to this place. Um, but then there is a spell to bring them back to their own realm. What's needed is <clears throat> an object of memory, an object that has been in both places and can point the direction back to the original realm. If you don't have such an object, there's a very good chance that you'll just get lost in the in the ether. Would our walking sticks work? Well, they've been in both places now, haven't they? And they point. Or they so, can anyway. I imagine that these hands have been used as such pointing devices as they belong to the witch has been brought here and back, etc. It evidently was not the original mechanic that they used to get to the Devil's Realm. They, they've uh, expended that in some manner. I don't know how. Um, so, in theory, we could follow this spell, burn the last finger, take the pub back to reality. Not only do we now have a pub, but we've trapped all of the people and their kids and the witch in the Devil's Realm. But, we still have the, but then we still have her hands. Then what do we do with them? Burn so them? We'll, we'll put them on a, uh, a stake out the front and go, oh, we got your hands. Who cares? If, if we're going to do this, I would probably like to have these hands destroyed. That way, nothing to be done with them after. We could sell them for a pretty penny. And we could certainly sell and that ring for a pretty penny. And potentially have someone figure out how to bring them all back. Hmm? Well, that would be good for them. I imagine we'll be long dead by then. Now you're thinking about long-term consequences. Yes, long-term consequences. I make enough money to retire. I disappear off into somewhere nice and mountainous. Maybe my grandkids will can deal with the, the consequences. Swiss Alps. I don't nice. care. Yes, the Swiss Alps sound lovely. If if this works, I'm re I'm selling my shop and going to America, and I've never I've never met any of you in my life. Okay, so let's just very quickly assess our options here. So we can bring the hands back. The deal is done. Whether or not the witch keeps her word, up in the air. I have no reason to believe that she will, frankly, given that they had no choice in the children disappearing in the first place. Option two, we leave everybody and just go about our lives, retire with the ring money. Option three, 
we try and bargain, perhaps with the ring. Now, what is our backup plan, so to speak? We have our walking sticks that could potentially be used in the ritual. What are we going to do? We have until sunrise. We have until sunrise to do something. Of course, so. of course, we're we're in some strange alien place, aren't we? I mean, sunrise. How, do we know how long that is? Sunrise in this realm could be as far as as far as we as we know a half hour from now. So whatever decision we make, we need to make it quickly. Well, how long did it take us to get from the the hut to the pub? Maybe five minute walk. Perhaps. We can sprint. Easy. So, if our last resort is to bring the hands back and do the deal as prescribed, then perhaps we can try and engineer another way out of this. I'm uncomfortable leaving the children there. Well, it's their their parents' dealings that led them there. The children are innocent of their crime. So how about we pick up a child and bring it into the pub and see what happens? They've also been here for five years, Howard. As much as I hate to say it, you don't stay this long in a realm like this and come out normal. You don't. How how do you possibly know that? You you speak as if you have personal experience of this before. I don't, Dan, but think about it. They've spent five years in what's called the devil's realm. Do you think they're going to come out of it sane? Uh, I would like to open the door to where the children and the people were and attempt to lure a child into the pub. Well, I, I, can we kill the witch? Is it possible? I'm not sure it is. I imagine if there is order to banishment, killing isn't exactly an option. Or... There must be a way out of this. Are there are there any other methods of banishment in that book? I can look. Um, this is a book about that. There could, there might be, but I'm not sure we have enough time trying to decipher all the rest of them. So, there... what, what does this transport ritual entail? Like, what what are the things that we must do besides having the thing that's been in both realms that can point and uh, it's mostly um, the recitation of a incantation that just looks like gibberish. Um, but it, it doesn't have to be the hand specifically that uh, points the way. No, it, it almost seems to indicate it could be some sort of trinket. Anything would work, yes. Like our walking sticks. Um, mm-hmm. Or a ring. Or a ring. As Are you going to burn a ring? As for the rest of the book... Um, there may be things in it that talk about banishment. It seems like they chose the least complicated way to do it. Um, you would literally have to gather all sorts of materials and things for other other ways of doing it. Wonderful. I want to look at the hand <clears throat> with the ring on it. And okay. It's it's candle, right? It's, do you, so it's wax. Do you, do you want to? Are you picking it up physically? Uh, <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> um, it's it's a very odd 
sort of feeling, a texture. Um, at first, it's almost uh, uh, it's it's dry, you know, like uh, like it's been desiccated. Uh, so it's got kind of a wooden sort of feel to it. At the same time, it's a little squishy, which kind of freaks you out a little bit, you know. Um, and it's definitely it's not it's not like it's got rigor mortis. Um, if you you know try to get one of the fingers and go like this, the finger will move, but if you let it go, it immediately snaps back into place. It's odd it, feeling. So it's it, possible I could slide that mm -hmm. ring off that finger. Yeah, without much difficulty. You also notice if that's what you're going to do. I think that's what I'm going to do. Yes. <clears throat> you slide the ring off. Um, the finger itself doesn't have like an indentation. You know, normally people who wear rings their whole lives, you end up with mm -hmm. an indentation. Um, it doesn't look like there's any kind of an indentation and it's not difficult to get the ring off. There doesn't seem to be any overt decoration on it. There's no magical words inscribed on it or anything. It just looks like a, an old emerald ring. One thing that we, one thing we don't know is why she can't enter the pub. She's bound to the devil's are we realm. Still that, but... Are we still in the basement, or do we? Yeah, we're still in the basement. Still in the basement. Yeah. Um, um I'm going up the stairs, and I'm going to look at the the woodwork around the the doors and the windows. Are there any strange signs or anything? There's not. Um, if you want to do a, if you want to do an intelligence roll. Well, if I don't see anything inside, I'm. Go and check outside. I got a 12 on in intelligence. 30 is uh, oh. pop, 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 hard success. So 12 was in extreme. Let's just explain. Um, it seems like one of the very first steps um, to do in binding her was to surround the house in a circle of salt. salt. Um, ah, okay. She so can't leave that. She can't. She's bound she in the can't house. Get out of that area. Yeah. Is there salt here? Oh, oh sure, sure. of course there is. Yeah. What if <clears throat> we just? What if we go back to her hut and trap mm. her in with salt? She's she's already trapped in the house, as far as we know. Yeah, but that's uh, the house can uh, play mm. host to all sorts of machinations. If we trap her in a small ring, then she won't be able to move much at all. There's more to it than just the salt, though. Yes, yeah, yeah, I, I, I seem to remember the rituals specifically saying surrounding their house, not just them. Right. And she had to be tied down with cords. That's an interesting point. Like, it, this witch is obviously quite powerful. And yet she was able to be overpowered and uh, tied down such. Well, what what if we don't do it? What if we don't do anything? That's something we haven't considered is doing nothing. Mm -hmm. Think and about it. Stay here the rest of our lives? No, 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 no. They'll go back, won't they? Well, I I imagine I the burning know. of the the fingers is what has transported them. Right, so. but I'm saying the the children, the children, and, and the people who came here. 
I see the problem with not doing anything is that we'd go back without your hands. If I would we are somewhere else we go at this point, do not care. I have a prosthetic in my shop that will fit me just fine. Yes, I'm missing out on 40 quid, but it'll make it'll make do. I sacrificed my hand so none of you would have to gladly do that to save the children. So if we perhaps return to this witch house, hands in, not in tow, but perhaps uh, close enough to retrieve in uh, quick succession, uh, should we be running low on time, and bargain with this witch and say that we will give her the hands in exchange for the children returning, or perhaps we kick the salt ring or... Something of, or what if what if we threaten her children? Uh, her, did you see the drawings of her children? I think they would kill us in an instant. Perhaps oh. if if we if we tell her that the terms of the deal have changed, we'll return her hands, but we require one last condition: she no longer takes anyone from the woods. Do uh, the drawings of the tree-like things look like anything we've passed? Be hard to tell. All the trees are kind of tangled, and so what? The only problem there is that I'm not certain. Will she accept it if we try to uh, sweeten the deal for us? I, I do, but I mean, how do we know she'll keep any promise? How do you know that you'll get your hands back? How do we know that's why why I was assuming she was fey? Because when a fey gives their wood, they're bound to keep it or they'll have the wild hunt on them. But that's but that's an assumption, right? This uncertainty is what and and they treated her like a witch, not like fey. And there's nothing saying witches have to keep promises. Is there true? As far as I'm aware, no. It feels like, she, feels like she we're missing clearly, something. Yeah, she clearly needs her hands for a reason. And she wouldn't have let us go if she didn't need her hands. Mm. That's for certain. And is it her hands that allow her to do her power? And look, and she, she took your hands as collateral, right? To, to prompt us to bring her hands back. Yeah, but, but if we... It, is it her hands that she uh, needs, or is it the ring? That's what I'm not certain about. What, what? Uh, the, the ring is nothing spectacular. It's just old and valuable as far as... But it may have been in both realms. It may have been in both realms. It may be the, the tool she could use to return. Mm. Mm. That's possible. And as you said, we return her hands, but we don't give her the ring. The all we know, hands, for, 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 for all for all we know, we could have just cut her her metaphysical legs out from under her. But what's keeping her from killing us then? So, exact words: we promised her hands. Yeah. We gave her, We brought back the hands. Did I, she promise to? At, at what point? At what point did you, we promise to do anything? Again, I didn't promise to do anything. I she, promised she's, before, but did anybody use the word specifically? I promised to bring you back your hands. Uh, not as such in my recollection, though. Yeah, I you said you would. Concerned. I, 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 I promised to. 
But then again, she did say she wanted back what was taken. That's a bit of a slippery term if you think about it. The hand, the, the ranger's part of the hand. Is... It was taken along with it. But she, I mean, she's the one taking people in the first place. So her, whole, oh, they hands. took things from me. Those, yeah, no, I. What are the odds that if we that if we take the ring, she won't try and take something else from us? Supposing that she's not but completely she trapped. Take anything else from us right now? So. And have her hands been in both realms? Could she then use those just as well as the ring? They have, I would, I would hmm. think. Because they have been, because Atticus and them they, have been using them. If they become unpersoned by being detached, perhaps they become the object, whereas versus just a limb. Which is partly why I, I, I would like them destroyed if we decide to just walk oh, out. Right. Do these people understand how to go go back? I think they've been doing what works and just sticking to that. And I suspect right, that I mean, they, uh, they, they after come our different Atticus and uh, his, shall we say, the airheaded uh, demeanor, I don't suspect they're particularly clever. No. But I mean, like, they say they can only visit their children once. Once a year. A year, but on the solstice. Do they maybe it's so, like they don't understand how to bring their children back with them? Hmm. Does that make sense? Perhaps. We yeah, have perhaps a spell here the, that the ritual tells only us how to return. But perhaps burning the fingers if, if, is if, removing its power. Oh, and or, so once it's lost its power, it becomes a fist. Or um, if if their spell initially brought the pub, the hut, and all the woods here, would mm-hmm. the return spell bring everything back, do you think? That's what I was concerned about. But if they bring it all back and she's still trapped in the Ring of Salt, I and then we get so. back in the real world and we go uh, torture house down. Tom, <laughs> did, the, did the hand that we have here look like the candle that was lit before we went unconscious? Yes. Um okay. <clears throat> It almost looks like they dip the finger in a little bit of wax and put a wick on the end to light it. You can see the residue of the wax mm-hmm. on the finger. Is there so the any hand s- itself was not damaged. Is there any spell? Like, what is with the hand? They lit the hand to get here. Or so we so we think. Is that in the book anywhere? It's not clear. I mean, you're pretty sure that's what they did. And you also get kind of the mental impression that the hand was like this, and that it each time they tried it, it closed up. So there's only one charge left in the other hand. Which is I mean, why I think that if we're going to do this return ritual, we ought to use something that isn't the hand. But I mean, if the hand is our only way back, then giving it to the witches, we're dead for sure, aren't we? Well, it, it, the, the ritual says it can be a trinket. So we, we could, in theory, burn a, a, um, a walking stick. Perhaps, okay. 
perhaps we do this. We bring her one hand and say, we're making great progress. We found one hand and try and barter that for either Howard's or my hand. And then we just leave. If you will just give it to us. No, that's a stupid idea. Don't ignore it. No. No. So much of it depends on what gives Mm -hmm. her the power to steal the children or to steal the other ramblers. I mean, if the hands is the way that they're traveling back and forth, then she needs her hands to do the same thing. Right? Yeah. Like her hands give her... But they they could only do it so many times. Well, I think that the way that they've prepared the hand is only so many times. But I I imagine if she has her hands back, she already, she clearly has enough magical power within her. She could re-imbue them, perhaps after some time. Perhaps we give her her hands back and she just snaps her fingers and disappears. I... I honestly have no idea. But we have to make a decision, and soon. We do. I think the pragmatic solution is that we bring her her hands, depend on the the ritual that bound her within her hut to keep her there. Um, We don't bring the ring back in to her hut. I don't don't think that's a good idea. If... She wants her hands, and she obviously needs them. So it can't be that she uh, has no magical powers uh, at all. I mean, she controlled this Atticus guy. She made uh, manacles disappear. She obviously has her powers within uh, her hut. Within the hut, which is within. The only explanation is that she needs her hands to return to uh, to our world or to leave the hut or whatever. And if we give uh, them to her, what would stop her from just getting us back into the, uh, those manacles and killing us? Yeah. I mean, I, she, I she, obvi- she obviously killed people before. Mm-hmm. And one thing, another thing we don't know is where she's been keeping the children all these years. That's what I'm, mm-hmm. I'm also worried about that as well. As I said, five years of this, what have they been eating? Well, they look fine. Everyone do an intelligence role because you were there with the crowd of parents and children. Success. That is a success. Success. 60, extreme success. 67 is a regular. Regular. Success. Okay. As you recall, as you think back on it, there was a definite difference between the parents and the children. The parents all looked haggard as if they had been waiting five years or, you know, seeing their children once a year. The children, the children seemed like it had only been a short time and they were enjoying Auntie's company uh, and that it only seemed like a couple of days, maybe five days. 
time passes differently in this realm. A day in so, here is a, is a year outside. In fact, in you theory. didn't think that it's that they that you heard one of the children saying that you know every night mom and dad show up. So in theory, if we were to trap them here, they would have an infinite amount of time to spend with their children. They would. They evidently don't want for food or uh, cleanliness. That it could be a gift. And we still trap it, the witch. It's hard to disagree with that logic. The parents and the children are together and they seem happy but, here. Yeah, what, happy. What, is, what is stopping what is stopping? Is there anything really preventing them from taking their children back with them? That's the thing. They like, said they said I they couldn't. Well, they That's said what, that. They must have tried if, if that were the case. Yes, they said they tried. They tried everything they could. So evidently that that's not happening. But I, I, what is what is everything they could? I mean, this is a whole book of spelled about banishment and return, right? But they only did one spell out of it to get the witch here. Unfortunately, I'm not sure we have the time to try and figure that out. Apparently we got if, plenty of time. I mean... And we've lost a... We're losing days as we speak. I mean, if you want to stop losing days, Patty, there's a... Uh, you have your walking stick. You have the spell in this book. You could leave right now. Do we have... So what are our, our options, realistically? Bring the hands back. Don't try to bargain. Leave everyone here. Bring the hands back, but with a bargain. That's basically it. There's got to be. There's got to be something else, though. There's got to be a way to bring everybody back, right? I mean, what is preventing have, the children from leaving? It's the. The uh, the hand with the extended finger is there a wick on that finger or? There is. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, so we, could, all, we could take we could take these hands back with us back out to speak with the parents and the children some more, and or just no, or just ask questions. ask them to come to the pub. Why don't we ask them to come yeah. in here? Let's try and get a kid in here and see what happens. I think that's the next logical step. All right, I'm going to go upstairs and I'm going to open the door and I'm going to invite the children inside. I'll say there's warm uh, apple mead. Now, the children are about 200 feet away in the glade. Okay, I will walk towards the children. <laughs> are, are you guys going? I'll, I'll, go, I'll go with. I, I'll go with Audrey. Are you? I'm not leaving anything. I'm staying. I'm staying in the cellar. I have a bad feeling about this. Okay. Uh, Let's. Yeah, I'm. I'm staying here. I don't want. I don't want anybody grabbing any hands. I'll leave it. Do we have both hands down here, or just the one? You have. You have both hands. Have both hands down here. Okay. So Audrey, um, you're leading the way. You go through the trees. Uh, You come to the glade. Uh, The children are playing. Uh, the parents are 
momentarily happy, but also very sad. Um, you make the attempt and you find that the children can't leave the glade. That if they, they try, they just turn around and go back into the glade. So something is keeping them from going there. Uh, one of the parents says to you, the children can't leave the glade without auntie's permission. She also, the, the woman also confirms that while it's been five years, the children only think that it's been five what, nights. Uh, uh, what would happen if auntie gets her hand back? They don't have any idea. They barely, the parents barely understand what you're talking about. It's like they've all been mentally damaged. It seems to imply also in the book that there is a fairly heavy price to pay for by the people who are traveling, who are trying to create this transition between worlds. Whatever it is, you think that it's driven them all insane, at least mostly insane. Okay, let's get back to the uh, to the pub. All right. I think I, I think even if we could get the children free, um, their their parents wouldn't be able to take care of them anymore. Maybe they're better here under Auntie's care. Well, and. With everything that they've done, they've never once given the hands back. Well, I, f I fear they can only try that once. So it seems it might be our best option for us and for them and the world if we leave, take the hands with us, and when we get back to the other side, burn them. Or what if we bring... I know I've been against exiting the pub with the hands, and maybe that will be our immediate downfall and death. But the children can't leave the glade, but what if they had no choice because a spell ripped them from the glade? Auntie's permission is the key. Whatever spell we do to leave, right? If we take that mm. to the glen and use it there, would it take all them with us? Well, well the, hands, perhaps the 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 spell has transported the pub in its entirety every time. It, it, I am concerned that we would perhaps transport the pub without us in it, and also the or, forest or it, and Auntie. Or would it be leaving the leaving the pub behind? <laughs> we could attempt it with one of our walking sticks. It just depends who wants to take the chance. According to the spell, um, is there a way to do it where it would just take us, not everything else? It's not specific. To kick it. But I mean, if, if we want to try to save the children, that's the best thing I can think of. 
he's bringing his hand, just one of the hands there, this one there, and lighting it and going back. Will we, will we destroy the other one? I'm more comfortable trying with a walking stick, not the hand, because the hand is a known entity. We know it'll work. A walking stick, even though the, the ritual says it can be a trinket of some kind. I... Well, Audrey, I, I don't think you or I should try with the walking stick because we still have an op opportunity to get our hands back. But it, I think it would be wise for someone to try that. When we had to think think about the spell, right? I mean, try is an interesting word. If you mess it up, what happens then? Supposedly, that's that. I, I mean, I don't know what getting lost means, but I it doesn't sound like a pleasant experience to me. So, I mean, whoever goes to do it with the children, they'll be gone from here, regardless of the outcome. It's not a, they're going to go do it there and then come back to the rest I think, of us. I think we should give her her hands. And then once we're back in the real world, begin the fight again that these villagers have started to stop. I, 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 and no, no, I disagree. No. Do what? I, I imagine that's like unleashing a caged snake, though. We, and she she could, what do you mean get your hands back, right? I mean, she could attach the hand, her, your hands to her, but how do your hands attach back to you? Yeah. The same magic that made the stump seal up right away. But, yeah, but that's her what, magic. what incentive does she have? She has her hands back straight away. Like there's there's nothing. Wood, but if she, if, she has no, but if she's... no reason to fill, fulfill her end of the bargain at that point. Unless we say give us their hands first before we give you yours. But again, why would she do that? Then we would just yeah, have she... our hands back and then we'd leave. <laughs> yeah. So probably, uh, if, if we're going to do this, our best bet might just be we leave. Honestly, we leave. Leave them all here. Everyone's happy to the most part. The world is safe. You two are missing hands, but as you said, Audrey, you've got prosthetics. And people don't go missing anymore. I agree. Can't think of a better solution. Uh, let's let's go. Let's let's do the ritual. All right. So you're going to choose to travel back and do nothing else. At this point, anything else we do has very significant downsides. At least if we do this, I do look at Howard though, and I'm like. But I leave that ring. I have a very bad feeling about us taking anything out of this place. I think I think we need to use the ring to get out. Well, we can still use a hand or the walking stick. Mm. We, we have we have multiple options. Besides, that ring is my, now my retirement plan. I mean, so we're not burning what it if, for anything. Uh, okay, she needs her hands to do magic or some something like that. 
and we're debating whether the ring or the hands give some power. What if we, with the hands or the ring, can give permission to the to the children to leave the glen, acting as a sort of proxy? No, it Theoretic has to... Theoretically, mm -hmm. it's possible, but we have no way of knowing how to do it or if it's going to work. So we have to think that we're she didn't on. have those when uh, when she trapped them there. Hmm, that's true. But we when I mean when did this all happen? Five years, Five years ago. ago. When did but the the order of the ritual was they bind her to the house, they bind her physically, they bind they cut off her hands, and then they returned home. So sometime between cutting off her hands and returning home, she managed to capture all of their children. So their children got brought here as well. So she didn't even have her hands when she captured the children. Yeah, but she's too powerful to be given her hands back. And I have a, I just, I know it's your, you think it's your retirement plan, Audrey, but that ring, I just do not like the idea of, of, of taking it back. I don't. Now, one, one point though, if she's powerful enough to bring the children in without her hands, then us leaving does not help the situation. She'll just trap someone else. No, she can only trap them here. Obviously, she, she can't she leave. She anymore. can't get more people. If we if we just if we destroy the hands, then she has nothing. She has nothing to use. After they chopped her hands off, she brought the children here. No. The children, when they brought her here, they brought their children here on accident. Because they brought the, the whole entire area. She did not bring the children I here. The children see. were brought she here. She just managed to trap them. Yeah, she trapped the here. children while they were here. I don't know if she tricked them inside her hut or something, but she tricked the children. I or she see. trapped the children in the glen. Because they, because they brought the entire area, not just themselves. I see, I see. I mean, could we bring... Could we ask the adults to return and come back with us? Is there a reason to abandon them? They could never return here. Oh, would that not be cruel? We're we're damning them to a life without their children. Whereas the here, they can the, live in and a and facsimile the damage, of life without their the, children. The damage enough that what else can they do if they if we let them go back? But I mean, is that our, we're making that decision for them right now? They were desperate we? enough to kidnap five people and bargain them off to a witch. I imagine they're they would be happier stuck here than stuck in reality. And to be reality is no longer to, for them. And to be completely frank, Dan, my sympathy for them, I lost it quite a long time ago, as Audrey said, when they kidnapped us. I don't feel any better about it than you, Dan. But I, I feel that this is perhaps the nicest thing we can do. It's None of our I options see. are good. This is probably the least bad of them. If the ritual went as we believe it did, where they and their children in the surrounding areas came with, then when we return, they and the surrounding areas will come with, except for the children who are bound. Children and the so, witch, because she's bound. So with the ring she's of bound. If we could figure out how to unbind the children, then we could. Everyone could come back. But if don't, we don't figure out, then what if we, the children we put a ring of salt around the glen? There's more than two. Would that cut off her energies to the glen, do you think? 
There's more to it than that, I thought. Well, with finding her here, I, but I mean, she's bound here. What if we put Actually, a ring of salt it, around the glen? It might not be her hands, to think of it. That's her power. But the ritual that involved cutting off her hands, that's what bound her here, and she cannot leave. It's not that she can't use her magic without her hands. Without her hands, she's stuck. She can't leave. Right. I mean, nobody's been taken in the last five years while she's been yeah. here. So, if we leave, take her hands with us, and then destroy them, she's never getting out. At least I think. We don't know any answers. Or, at least, I'm not sure if destroying the hands would either... Would that break the... The uh, spell, or would that actually make it so that it's unbreakable? I see. Yeah, I, re- I don't want to mess with the hands. All right. So then we just leave the hands here and go. And leave everyone else here, including the parents, the children, and the witch. It's a it's it's a shit option. I know it's a shit option, but at this point, what what are the uh, what was the date of the young woman's of of the deaths of the reports in the newspaper? Uh, oh. any time really? Yeah, it was any time. It was those were all days. She comes back at all. She's allowed to leave, and this starts all over again. is a handful of children and their parents worth the disappearance of more ramblers so, more, more children, more everyone what's stopping us from just taking the children again the second that we come back what's, 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 what's today today the solstice, solstice? Summer, summer solstice, solstice. yes solstice. Uh, it was when we got here, I'm not sure what day it is now the shortest night of the year Yes. Uh, in other words, we're, we're almost out of, out of time. Yes. Yeah. So if we, if we're going we to, do, to do it at this point, let's just go. What else? Do, either we make a decision, or it's made for us. And I, for one, want, want to make the decision for myself. It's awful. Should we, but should we hmm? we try with the ring one time? I'll put it on, and we can try to free the children. Perhaps something that is hers has the power to release him. I suppose oh, try. We, you, could, you could try it's it. It's worth a try. That, that would, that would, you, you could go do that while we prepare for the ritual. Uh, we have to memorize some script. and. It's fairly simple. We just need our, our objects and a chant. You go do that. Right. See if I it works. If it doesn't, we'll see. So if it does, amazing. If it doesn't, we tried. I, I put the ring on. Okay. Start heading out to the glen. All right. Uh, it takes you just a couple of minutes, and you get to the glen. And I take I take a child's hand and say, "Please come with me." And I try to lead the child to the pub. Okay. Um, as you approach the edge of the glen, the 
child stops dead in his tracks um, to a spot hidden. I'm going to burn 11 luck to have a regular success. Okay. Um, the child suddenly looks um, a little afraid as you're bringing them, um, becomes reluctant to uh, step into the uh, tunnel of trees, as it were. But what you notice is that the trees are all moving um, in a kind of threatening manner as if they will bring their heavy limbs crushing down on you if you attempt to take the child out of the glen. See, so the, the trees are her children, as we saw in the drawing, and they're keeping the children here. Is it the, are, are you afraid of the tree's child? Um, they won't let us leave the plan. The trees a are aunt, keeping Auntie the has put, us, put them there to keep us all safe. I see. Very good child. Go play with your friends and your parent. All right. Go sure. back in the pub and I tell them, yes. So she's trapped them not with any uh, binding but by using the trees to frighten them and to keep them there. Did the trees look like the drying? Could be, yeah. But their feet are buried in the ground. So the, those trees, they're too, they're too dangerous. We go against the mother's will and they will kill us. They're an axe. Let's chop them down. Let's burn them. Let's destroy time? them and free the children. I imagine, I, I imagine if shattered trees could have affected this pub, they would have done so in the four years preceding this event. Burn. I imagine inside these walls, we are completely safe. We should do the ritual, um, get out of here, and retire to the Alps. At this point, we do, and time is running out, and we don't have time. Do we have watch? Is there anything like l strong liquor in, like in barrels? Um, I don't think. Well, there's beer in barrels, but beer is. Uh, well, I mean, how did? There's lots were, of whiskey. Were the woods dry? Not really. I if mean, they're alive, they won't burn. So the, the ground was very Charlie? spongy. It's Charlie, very spongy ground. if we burn the trees, those are her children, yes? One well, maybe for we one. Can get, if we may, burn the trees, what is stopping her from killing the children? But maybe we can get them out when, the, uh, when we set the wood on fire. Use the panel. But it, it, if the if the but fire how to set spreads, but how to set the wood on fire? I, I mean, I think this is we a can't just drop a, that is not based we can't in just reality. Drop Charlie, a match. Charlie, we 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 haven't the time nor the resources. I, I I think we just do the ritual, get out of here, go on with our lives, make a pact to never speak about it again. If somebody asks, I lost my my arm in a in a snare. Done. 
It's not it's not like the aunt hunters that leave traps all over the place around here. It's terrible, I know. Let's do the ritual. Let's just go, please. The ritual. Okay. But where but leave, are you but... going to do it? Sorry. We could why don't we just try? Why don't we just go to the Glen and try to do the ritual there? Agree. And what if the trees freak out and try and kill us all? Then we run. And we do it here. But at least we tried. Agreed. We have a chance to save them. What are you going to do with the... Um, like, What are you using for the ritual if you're going to the Glen? The hand. It's the only thing that we know of that can take more yeah. than just yourself. I think we'll need to use the hand. Bring your walking stick. I mean, if it goes wrong, then we use the walking sticks to get ourselves back. And uh, uh, let me put some candle on this finger. That's pointing. It's already there. Oh, okay. Well, you've been my friends for many years. We are a club. Mm. If we're going together, we go at once. Let's go. Let's, let's do let's this. Go. We've never traveled okay. so far. No, we certainly have not. All right. So you uh you're taking the hands. Uh you've got the ring, I suppose. Yep. You've got your walking sticks. Uh you've got the book. And the um, scrapbook. And the scrapbook, okay. And you uh, you walk out into the glade. Um, the parents and the children are ignoring you. Uh, they're still enjoying the time they have. Uh, you go into the center of the glade and um, you reread through, you've been reading through the ritual. Um, what you need to do is you need to light the candle. Um, you need to each contribute a drop of your blood. And then, and then say the chant. Okay. It warns that there's going to be a price to pay for doing this. You don't know exactly what that means, but. I do. <laughs> Are we sure we can't just do this with the walking stick and not with, 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 with the candle? So, if we, I, I imagine that the people who are being transported are the ones that distribute the blood. Yes. So we, if we're going to try and transport all these kids out, we have to get blood yeah. from everyone. I guess so. But when they did it before, they didn't use all their kids. They just brought the entire area. Pretty sure they wouldn't have asked their kids to bleed for this. All right, let's let's do it with us then. Why not? So just the five of you. Why not? Why not get a drop of blood from the kids as well? I agree. At least try. And the parents. Yeah. This works. Do a... Yeah, might as well ask. 
do a uh, persuade roll to see if you can get them to participate. I only have a lot of intimidate. <laughs> I can. My I try, I try my, to. My fast to... talk is better. I have a regular Ooh, success. No. Not me. Some of them seem to halfway understand what you're talking about. Um, they've done this before. Uh, they don't know if it'll work on the children because Auntie won't let them leave the glade. Um, but it's not magical. They're it's going just to the try. Trees. They're going to try. Yeah, good. Um. All right. So you begin the ritual. I need each of you to subtract. 18 magic points. Oh, oh, good That's heavens. more magic than, than, than I have. Do we not have magic points? If you oh. do not have enough magic points, you must use hit points as well. One okay. hit point for each magic point. And you said 18? Okay. 18. 18. Oh, that's, I'm taking oh, oh, six am, points of damage. So right, am I. I'm at four health. I am at three. I'm at two. I take 10 points of damage. Oh. You also need to reduce your POW rolls, your POW, by a total of 90 amongst you. Oh, so you can, divi- you can divide that up however you want. Okay, well, uh, 90 divided by 5 is... 18. 18. Could be worse. <laughs> Sounds perfect to me. Let's do 18. Okay. Oh, great. <laughs> so 42. Yeah. Well, you're higher than I started. <laughs> okay. And which object are you using as your focus? As your... The hand, the ring, or the walk? The hand. <laughs> Does <laughs> mm. that have to be in both? It had to have been to yeah, both places. It, it just has to have been in both places. It doesn't have to be the hand. The only thing we know that's been in both places is the walking stick. Is our walking sticks and the ring? It's been on the hand. But we we don't know. It, I don't the, know. The, the, the book said a trinket would, would work. Uh, well, we, I imagine we, if the, we, like we they saw turn, the hand the in the turn, right? So there's one left. Yeah. I, yeah, they we use down the to return each time. So this this naturally should definitely. There work. is one charge left, so we can make sure it works. Yeah, I said the hand. <laughs> okay. Oh god! Oh god! Focus oh. on the hand. We can do it. <laughs> I would like you all to do intelligence rolls. 22, that's a hard success. I'll spend ah, get down to an extreme. 11, extreme. Oh, but, but. I got a regular success. Um, I got a regular success, but I just remembered um, 10 hit points, that's a serious wound. Sure. It's okay. <laughs> so you're. You're bleeding out of your eyes. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't go unconscious. <laughs> I failed there, my intelligence roll. 
there is a kind of a whirlwind that wraps itself around you. It wraps itself around the parents that uh, participated, but it doesn't seem to do anything with their children. Um, it, it feels for a moment like you're being lifted off the surface of the planet and flung into outer space. And a moment later, um, you sort of tumble out of the air uh, in front of the uh, glade where there is no longer, uh, there's no longer a, uh, an inn and there is no longer, there's no longer a house. Uh, the, the few parents that come through with you um, just go stark raving nuts. Um, their, in, their sanity is probably at this point reduced completely to zero because they had to do everything that you did. Uh, they lost just as many sanity points and, uh, and everything else. And that um, was the fifth time for them. <laughs> you can all do sanity rolls. I succeeded. Regular success. Fail. Not by a lot, though. Um, those of you oh, who two. succeeded, those of you who succeeded, do a one d six. Those of you who failed, do a one d eight. Not great, but I I'll lost take it. Four. One, two, three, I also lost four. Four five. Ooh, lose six. more than five? Six. six. I lost six. <laughs> six. For a term madness, I'll take it. For a total of eight. Well, I think those of you who lost more than five, um, the weight of the fact that you just condemned all of those people and their children to being trapped there with Auntie, um, there's nothing saying that she's not going to do horrible things to them forever now that they're trapped there with her and she can't get out. Um, the hands that you have with you wither like, uh, like almost to dust as you're. They're destroyed anyway. Uh, nothing happens to the room. Uh, and your walking sticks are fine too. And you have to live with yourself from that point on. And that's, pretty much um, the end of the story. As we're walking out of the glade, those who, who also got the, you know, sanity fail, I might be leaning on you and crying as we're leaving. Well, denial's a powerful it's, thing. That was, we stumbled across some kind of hallucinogenic mushroom in the woods. None of that was real. Good day except, to you all. Okay, okay, complete nonsense. My hand is still yeah, gone. My, my hand I got caught in the snare. Gone. It's hidden yeah. out in the I don't know what happened to your hand. <laughs> There's no way just, just experience was real. Yeah. That's impossible. Never have hand. Complete hogwash. Yeah, I just That's... I was I grew up without a hand. That's why I have so many um uh <laughs> to the shop. Shop. Yeah. I'd say properly none of you can get over the fact that you did exactly what you did. You saved yourselves and sacrificed yeah. a whole bunch of children. Hey, but she's also trapped. And no one else is going to be taken. So yeah. we, we did the great. Were, were they even real children? Nah, they're not real kids. 
It's a man tries really hard to convince himself that it wasn't. None real, of it happened. That is exactly it, what it, I did. It eats at him every night while he tries to sleep. I, I am <laughs> completely convinced children don't even exist. There's nothing I, like a child. I'm I'm crushed because I I know what we did. Uh, the, uh, yeah, I'm I'm depressed. I probably yeah. I, honestly, Howard, you and me probably take up drinking. Yeah. Um. Look, in my notes, I've written, I feel awful, and I've underlined. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Auntie is a priestess of Shubnagurov. Ah. Yeah, they were she, dark youngs. <laughs> she, yeah, they were dark young, and she had lived there for eons. And um, they found a way to trap her by cutting off her hands and sending her to some other planet. Um, they called it the Devil Realm, whatever. Um, what she did was she sent some of her dark young in that moment to snatch all their children and grab them and bring them to the glade. So that was her bargaining ship. She wanted her hands back. She specifically wanted the ring as well. Um, and, so and had you? Hmm? So so there's a number of ways the story can go. Um, actually, quite a few ways. If you bring her hands back to your, her with the ring, then she will let you go. She will let the children go, and she will let all of the people go back she'll transport you all back but she will also transport herself and her forest of dark young right back where they were before um to the area near where the witch elm was so she'll be back um if you bring her her hands this is what happened when i played it we brought her her hands back without the ring uh, because we decided to use the ring as our focal point, getting back and forth. Um, she takes the hands, and immediately her hands, when she's wearing, they sever, and they crawl across the, the table to where <laughs> you guys are, and they reattach without any pain or anything like that. She reattaches her own hands, and at some point then she looks down and she's like, where's my ring? You know, you're trying to swindle me, and she sicks all of the dark young on you. <laughs> you might get out of the forest in time and get back to the pub and say the ritual and be teleported back home. Also, that will break the children, the children's bind and the parents, so that once she has her hands back, they'll be able to leave. Um not all of them will get out because of the trees, um, but some of them will. Um, if you attempt to leave, you attempted to leave with those objects, that gave you an advantage. If you had attempted to leave without any of the objects, you would have, you would have had to have passed an intelligence roll or be lost forever in hyperspace or whatever it is the best one is if you had attempted to leave and you had all failed and at least one of you has a, a critical fail an epic failure or if you try to push the role and you fail 
the entire planet is teleported back to Earth <laughs> and crashes with Earth and destroys everyone. That's so cool. Which Amazing. I was almost going to do when you tried to do the ritual in the glade and bring some of the children. It could have pulled the whole planet along with it. But I thought, mm. and, and none of us failed the, the intelligence roll anyway. Right, you guys all, you guys all passed. None of you had a catastrophic failure. You could have also tried to kill Auntie. Um, Addison. Uh, was more a little more than a puppet at this point because all of them had traveled back and forth five times, so they had their brains were fried. But he would have tried to defend her, um, he would have been easy enough to dispatch, and you might have been able to kill her. But then all of the dark young would wake up and they would try to kill you. You still could have maybe gotten away, you know, at that point, at least some of you. Everybody got away except me. I got trapped by the trees. And I then tried to make a deal with Auntie to get the ring back. And she's like, I'm sorry, love. It's just too late. Squished me. <laughs> and so basically, so we probably, you know, we went, we, we, we went either. We tell ourselves it was greater good, but it was also fairly selfish. We, we were just like, bye. I think, <laughs> I think we made the most rational decision based on the information we collected. Yes, There's no way Very we true. trusted her. None. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we had no reason to trust her, unfortunately. You, uh, uh, I mean, you managed all to get away. It's just now that you've got to live with the fact that you We've condemned all those children, possibly to a fate worse than death, because she was only being tolerant because she had a bargaining chip. Now, She's trapped there forever. And uh, again, we keep talking about could... them like they're real children. It's just yeah. a hallucination. But, yeah, we, we but, definitely but, met a no, no, devil's bargain. But, like, but honestly, what <laughs> the only reason Patty can sleep at night is that is like no one else will go missing. None of this exactly. will come back to Earth. Yeah, we, we did yes. the right thing. And, she, and she's trapped forever. She's tra Some could argue that Auntie is just a force of nature and people are supposed to go missing in the woods. You know, so yeah. they'd be wrong. I like that. <laughs> I like that interpretation. But also, we trapped the force of nature, not here, so it's not our problem now. So, like, we pulled off a moment of awesome, but it sucked to do it. Yeah, I I want to say because this is kind of important and it's really good. Um, this this story was written by Alan Carey, and it's in the Miskatonic. Uh, repository uh this got an award for being one of the best written uh scenarios because it's minimalist it's it's very logically laid out hmm. um there's not a lot of stuff telling you what's going on just the basic minimum it's only really four pages long and everything sure. is very clear right there in front of you so it's it's really a good one. He's written a number of things that are really, really good. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and finish, and then we can chat about it a little bit. Our players included Riley Kruger, Morgan Llewellyn, Steve Anderson, Pascal Breitenfeld, and Jen Overtaz with myself as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games and learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. 
We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.